0: Welcome to the Get More Business Show, the cure for makeshift marketing. I'm your host, Melody Campbell, and on this weekly podcast, we'll cover the latest online marketing strategies and tactics that work for the local brick and mortar business today. Whether you have a new or established business, this weekly podcast will provide a plain English explanation and application for the local business owner. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by the Small dot com, a full service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at the small dot com forward slash podcast. Hey this is Melody Campbell, the small business guru, and I am your guide. That's what a guru is. I am your guide to get more business. And last week or last episode, we talked about, we talked about the, the, the equation to create business growth. solve for X. And there's the math side, that's everything that that can be counted, quantified, and is scalable. And then there's the mind side. So today, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about the math side. So this great question came up in LinkedIn, as I made a post about using LinkedIn to grow your business. And one of my followers asked if I had any tips for content that does well on LinkedIn. And I'm gonna go over the response that I provided her. And actually, what I did was I created an article, posted it on LinkedIn, and you can follow me on LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn.com/slash-in/slash-melody-m-e-l-o-d-y-Campbell. Just look me up, Melody Campbell, on LinkedIn, and you'll find me. It's my most recent article published on October the 8th. And so what I did, what I told her was, first of all, I was really glad she asked the question, and in in a sentence the best thing we can do is speak to the problems for which our highly targeted audience is seeking a solution so we're not seeking a solution for everybody and we're not just trying to promote our stuff our product our service we what we're thinking in terms of they have a problem we have a solution they know they have a problem or we have a way of maybe helping them identify that they have a problem and it needs to be with a highly targeted specific audience and you might have more than one so I'm going to go over this and I'm going to talk some somewhat about some of the content I talked about last time on the math side so on the math side it is um, it is uh, market let me get this down here location where you're so market is who you, whose problem are you solving Location, where are you engaging and connecting with your market? Number three is the value ahead of time. We're offering some kind of value that they don't have to pay for so they can get to know us and trust us. And then we're making an offer. That's when the sales happen. And then we're delivering on the product or service so that it's a stellar um, experience and they're going to, we're going to want to tell everybody they that they work with or know all about it so that helps us to grow our business by word of mouth so we're going to talk about that as it relates to providing content on LinkedIn but first of all I want to say LinkedIn is not a place to post your resume that I think maybe that's what it became from its beginning and and because of the kinds of questions that you were asked on your profile, you know what 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 are you currently doing? What your what's your job history? What is your education background and then some recommendations. And those are all the types of things that go on a recommend, or that go on a resume. Well, LinkedIn is working very hard to become more of a a place to do business, more like a a place to network and engage and get to know people. And the more you educate yourself on um, highly respectful and purposeful networking, the more business you're going to get out of LinkedIn. And these five fundamental metrics, and remember I call this the math side, that's your metrics, those are things that can be counted, quantified, and they are scalable. These are the key to your business growth Period, But specifically on LinkedIn since that's my topic today. So let's start with number one, your market. Whose problem are you solving? Those are the people that you're going to make a connection with on LinkedIn. So who are you quote-unquote talking to in your online marketing efforts? And you don't want to start making the offer right from the beginning. And I actually get messages from people all the time that, first of all, they offer to do for me what I do for my businesses. And I don't know why I would hire somebody else to do it since that's what I do. I mean, if I were hiring them as a an employee or... Um, an independent contractor, yes, but not as a separate business to solve a problem that I deliver on. So apparently, my message must not be clear enough. So we gotta we gotta tighten that up a bit. And don't start with your offer. That's the fastest way to get shut down. Even if you have a wonderful solution to a problem that they know they have, if they don't know who you are, and your just first conversation that you're having with them is, "Hey, I have this product or this service." Do you want to buy it don't start there that's like shoot yourself in the head kind of behavior like don't do that that's not that is not best practices on LinkedIn so but you do have to know this is kind of the your strategy session whose problem are you are you solving and who do you want to be talking to so that's whose person you know who who you're solving the problem for That's who you're going to be talking to in your online marketing efforts. And your messaging should not come out speaking to everyone. Because if you speak to everyone with your messaging, no one will pay attention. If you have multiple market segments that you work with, don't bundle your marketing message. So one of my marketing uh, categories that I work with is I work with attorneys. And so when I am... Targeting attorneys, or when I'm trying to get a message across to attorneys, I'm not talking to marketing, or I'm not talking to uh, attorneys and uh, alternative healthcare professionals and beauty salons and restaurants. Nobody will listen. I mean, I will be. I mean, the the percentage that will listen out of those audiences is going to be very slim. What you want to do is create a message that. People almost feel like you're calling them by name. So imagine if you were in, uh, uh, let's say you were in, um, well, I can tell you, a real-life situation. Here's what has happened to me. I am part of a B&I networking group in Salem, Oregon, Salem Partners for Success. There are two of us that have the name Melody. Now, the other Melody, she spells her name M-E-L-O-D-I-E, and I spell my name M-E-L-O-D-Y but when you say it, you can't tell the difference. So occasionally when somebody says, and today we're going to recognize melody for whatever, my ears perk up and my head turns in that direction and maybe they're not even talking about me. And so I always feel a little bit embarrassed afterwards, but it's an honest uh, response. It's an honest reaction because they said my name. Of course they must be talking about me. That's how the human mind works. Now, When you're putting your message to market, if you've clearly identified who your market is, when you speak that message to that clearly identified um, market or marketing persona, or Amy Porterfield calls it your ideal customer avatar, everybody that fits within that description, they're going to turn their heads to listen to what you have to say. So that's how you get your content responded to when you post something that shows up in everybody's feed. So uh, if you're a, let's say, uh, okay, so let's go to my, my market attorney. So if I am a personal injury attorney, I might be talking to uh, individuals that are 65 or older and they're on Medicare and what should they know about being in an accident and having medicare pay for their medical bills that are directly related to that accident and the settlement that they receive. Now, if I'm my message is something about that content. All the people that are 25 years old are not going to pay very much attention to that unless they have a close a person that's close to them in their life that is in that Uh, uh, 65 or older and has Medicare and was in a car accident. Because it's going to be somebody that they know. But if it's not who they are, they're just going to scroll on by. They're not going to stop and make a comment and tell you how awesome your content is. They're not going to offer their thoughts. They're going to scroll on by. So the more specific you get, it's like you're calling their name. Another example that I like to use is... So, how many of you that are listening to me are parents? Yeah, I'm a mom and I have three kids. They're all adults now and they're wonderful contributors to our community. They have great jobs and they make things happen. I could talk about them all day, but that's not the topic of this conversation today. But when they were little, and I would take them to the local park, and I might be sitting nearby on the park bench where I could, you know, they were in my line of sight. They were playing and I might be talking to another mom, I might be talking to their dad, and if I hear any child voice say Mom, my head would turn. Just so I could see, okay, where's my kid? Is one of them calling me or is someone that they're playing with calling me. I just it just was an instinct. That's exactly what you want to happen with your marketing message. So the people that are in or should be in your tribe those are the people that you are that's the their problem is the one that you're solving they will turn their heads and listen even if you have multiple market messages or mar- mar- multiple marketing segments um, separate your marketing messages to the individual markets as often as possible okay so this is why you will hear a lot of um, marketing, digital marketing experts tell you to create a marketing persona. You can check out Amy Porterfield's got a great piece on that. She even talks about interviewing with somebody who is in your ideal marketing, or she calls it her your ideal customer avatar. So interview somebody and ask them some questions about, you know, what are some of the problems that you're experiencing? And what would be in a perfect world? What would your solution look like? And then from that conversation and that interview, of course they give you permission to record it, or maybe you can make notes. From that conversation, you record what they say and how they say it, because that's going to become a part of your marketing message. Because when that marketing message goes out into in your blog, so it's out and can be found in search. In your social media, that uh, those words and phrases are more than keywords. That's exactly what's going on in the mind of your ideal customer avatar, and you can get that that language. Find out what that is by having a conversation with them. So, if you want to know, I didn't write down the episode, but you can go look at um, Amy Porterfield's podcast, "Online Marketing Made Easy." She is a slightly different market than I do, but she's got some great information and listen to listen to her. Now there probably there's some other resources, and I might get those two into a future episode. There's some other great resources on developing that piece. so we'll save that for another episode. So the next fundamental metric, things that be counted, quantified, or scalable is the location. Now this may or may not be where your business is physically located. But even if you have a brick-and-mortar business, your marketing message goes out beyond the building, right? Because if you only market inside your business, you might have a hard time getting people in there to see it. So you're going to engage and connect with your market outside of your business. could be at a networking group like BNI or the Chamber of Commerce or, you know, uh, Professional Women in Business, whatever the networking group. But it also... For the purposes of this conversation, it's going to be your social media platform. For example, LinkedIn. Now, I think LinkedIn can work for any business, every business, if the marketing message and and if the marketing persona and the message that is directed at that marketing persona is specific enough. LinkedIn is a great platform because so many individuals are there, so B2B or B2C. can go deeper on that in another episode so once you've identified your ideal market segment you want to focus your magnetic marketing message where they already hang out linkedin is one social platform where your ideal prospects and customers are spending time now you're going to find that at least right now with linkedin some people have a profile but they rarely show up there But you can still work at engaging them there because a a lot of times they'll at least get an email or a phone notification when somebody engages with them, either by sending them a connection request, a message, or commenting on something that they've either posted or commented on. So you can start it there. Those individuals might take a little bit of time to create some traction with, depending on your marketing message. But then you can also look for those that are already starting the engagement process on LinkedIn. And believe me, it's beginning to happen. And you don't want to wait until everybody else is here before you get engaged because then you will just be part of the noise. You want to start now. And so if you begin to make a plan for how you're going to connect with your ideal market, with your Uh, strategically crafted message to that ideal market and you engage with them on LinkedIn those that are minimally engaged on this platform and those that are more engaged all the way up to those that are highly engaged you want to connect with all of them on some level and you begin to send out your message you're going to begin to see some response now don't stop there what you want to do is you want to begin to offer value ahead of time. so we have so many tools in this digital age that we can use to promote our business. Never before in the history of business has it been so and I'm using air quotes so easy to reach so many of our ideal prospects and build a relationship of value and trust and actually a lot of these tools are completely free the only cost that we pay is our time and attention so and that's what most people are not willing to invest oh it takes too much time to do social media it takes too much thought to create the marketing personas the ideal customer avatar and then what their specific messaging should be that's it takes too much time but let me tell you if you will take the time to work on that and you will begin to connect with them on your social platforms. specifically for this episode LinkedIn and you do this consistently and you offer value before you ever make the offer before you ever try to make a sale you will reap the long-term benefits now I, I saw a post earlier today that I made a comment on that described this as the long game. Now, I can't say in every case that it's not the long game, but I can tell you that I have seen very quick results personally as well as results that didn't come until later. And I think the thing that determines how quickly you're going to begin to get a response is the sales cycle of your product or service. If you have a product or service that you're trying to sell, that has lots of decision-makers and there's lot, you know, there's a longer approval process, potentially uh, that will take longer for you to see a, a, um, a payoff from. But if it takes you a year to build a client on LinkedIn and it takes you a, a, a year or maybe twice as long if you're working on building relationships offline, where are you going to be in a year anyways? The nice thing about whatever you do on LinkedIn is it has staying power. So if you create a post, if you post an article that you have on your blog, all of those, those links and those posts and the articles that you create, they stay around. And that has the power to bring, your, bring you business days, weeks, months, and even years after you created that post. And when I'm talking about offering value ahead of time, I'm talking about um, substantial value that allows you to kind of showcase your expertise. And right now, since LinkedIn, even though there's, I don't know, was it thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe more than that, maybe millions of LinkedIn profiles? Within your circle of influence, if you will steadily grow it with a daily, weekly, monthly practice, you will have the opportunity to, within your own sphere of influence, to set yourself apart as the influencer for that product or service. Even if there's other influencers, you have the opportunity to bring your own unique perspective and point of view on that product or service and why your your ideal customer avatar needs it. And you don't want to do a sales pitch. You want to provide uh, the the whole thought process. Like when your customer comes looking for who offers this product or service, what are the kinds of questions that they're asking? And if you don't know, ask them. Like what are the questions that you have when you look for, like for me, digital marketing? Some of the questions that my uh, prospects ask is how can I do this myself? Or they might ask. They might be saying, "I don't have time to do this myself. Is there a way to train an employee to do this for me?" Or they might be saying, "What if I just turn this over to a digital marketing agency? What kind of uh, what kind of response can I expect, and will this help me to compete with others in my marketplace?" They might be asking, how can I take my offline sales funnel where I make cold calls and I send emails and I network and I ask for for referrals, how can I build all of that in my online presence so that I place the effort once and maybe repeat it over time, but it continues to build momentum and get results, and the results that I get from it grow exponentially. How can I make that happen? Well, and some of these these questions that I'm saying that my market has are questions that I've been asked. Well, so what does digital marketing do? Well, it helps you to create your offline sales funnel online so that while you're sleeping or on vacation, you're still getting leads. Well, how do I do that? And And I begin to describe this to my customer very much like I'm doing right now, answering a real question, any tips for... Um, content that can be shared on LinkedIn uh, that does well on LinkedIn. So any tips for content that does well on LinkedIn. That's exactly... I'm answering a real-life question that somebody who's already online and she's pretty active online, she's already asking. But she's wondering, like, what needs to make up my content? Okay? So then the content is not only aimed at your market, it's where your market is, that's the location, but it's value ahead of time. So you're talking about... Answers to their questions, solutions to their problems. And a good example is in a podcast or a YouTube video. So one of my most favorite examples is um, a person by the name of Brooke Castillo. She's somebody that I follow on social media. And she's also a po- she has a podcast that I listen to. It's the Life Coach School Podcast. I've probably mentioned her before on these episodes. But I started listening to her probably about a year ago. I don't even know how I came across her, but I listened to one or two podcasts, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's interesting. And then I saw a couple titles that caught my attention, and I listened to a few more. And before long, I was like, you know, this stuff is this is really good. I, I, want, I want everything I can get from this woman. So I went back to episode number one, and I listened to about, you know, like 180-some episodes. And in every one of her episodes, she offered like, you know, 18 to... You know, typically it was like 18 to 25 or 30 minutes but some she'd have a few longer ones that were up to an hour long of just really good content and then she'd say if you're interested in more you know, check out my website thelifecoachschool.com and check out the podcast com slash podcast and if you want more you should join my self-coaching scholars and as self-coaching scholars we talk about this and this no hard sell just an offer if you want more You can get more here. Well, self-coaching scholars is $297 a month. So in the beginning, I was like, you know, that would be nice, but I, I don't really want to spend that kind of money. You know, what we always tell ourselves, I can't afford it. But anything that we really want, it solves a problem or it fulfills a desire. We don't say, I can't afford it. We say, how can I get the money? Okay, so we figure it out. We figure out how to pay for it. So when I got to I think it was you know almost two hundred, or right at about two hundred, I was asking myself, "How can I come up with the money?" And I subscribed. And currently, I'm six months in, and it's one of the most important investments that I make every single month. So how did I get there with Brooke? She offered value ahead of time. I started listening to her podcasts, and they were they were really good. They were very thought-provoking. They addressed problems that I had in my life, questions that I had about personal development, managing relationships, growing my business, you know, and, the, and using efficiently using this computer that we have that we call our brain and the emotions that either propel us forward or hold us back because it is the impetus for all of our actions – our actions whatever we're doing is because of a thought that creates an emotion that moves us to action or holds us back with inaction and of course you know what you get out of action is or inaction you get results you get either get the results you're looking for or you get far less than you're hoping for because you're not taking the action or you're taking inappropriate action to get the results that you want so all of that to say it was that weekly episode of her sharing little nuggets of her content that got me hooked and I became part of her tribe that value ahead of time and I am a self-proclaimed excuse me a self-proclaimed ambassador for Brooke and her message I tell people all the time have you have you listened to Brooke Castillo? Do you follow Brooke Castillo? I tell people all the time. Well, now that I'm a self-coaching scholar, there's even more good stuff. It's it's like how could there be more? Like but the more she talks about it, the more she teaches on it, the more she trains her coaches on it, the more content and value that evolves out of it. And that's why she always has something every single month that's new and fresh and available self-coaching scholars it is as dynamic as a the human psyche it just grows with how the human psyche works I don't know how to explain it but it just it does so it's she she took thoughts that she learned from other uh, leaders in the personal development field Um, Tony Robbins um, um, I can see his face in my mind but the name escapes me um, anyways, there's other names. Katie, uh, Katie Byron, that's not the first one. I was, Wayne Dyer, that's who I was seeing the, his picture in my brain. So concepts that the pioneers ahead of her had uh, done speaking engagements on and they'd written books on and YouTube videos and PBS series and she, she learned and listened. And, and then the more she evolved in that content, she began to have original thought and original um, uh, information that could be applied and used to create success in personal development. So that's all about this whole topic of value ahead of time. She offered that in every weekly podcast, and she's done free webinars and she she's done short series she has her blog posts as I connected with all that value ahead of time it wasn't you know it was it was maybe several months and maybe that's just because I was a slow learner but I I was so willing to pay her money and I'm not willing to stop paying her money because her content is so valuable to me that's what you want to create so, what happens is a lot of people go into social media, they go on LinkedIn, and they start saying, I have something that's really valuable that you should buy. And people are like, um, Why? I don't know you. Or maybe I know you, but I don't know why I should trust you. There's so many other people that offer the same. How are you different than everybody else that offers what you do? But if you begin to offer value ahead of time, you will create a tribe that will A, do business with you, B, tell everybody they know that they think they should do business with you, and they will begin to be unwilling to to stop doing business with you. Now, admittedly, I've talked to other people who said they follow Brooke, but they're not self-coaching scholars. That is perfectly normal and fine. Okay? So, 80% of your market that's going to hear, you, hear your value is going to say, yeah, you know, that's really good, and I really enjoy your podcast, but... I'm not going to spend any money with you. That's fine. They have self-identified as not being your ideal market, and that's okay. Because you will also create people like me who say, uh, count me in, I will spend $297 a month with, for self-coaching scholars, and I'm, not, um, and I'm not willing to stop. I'm willing to give her $297 a month for the duration because I love her material. Okay, so that's what you can do by creating value ahead of time. Now, there's also people in her audience that I've spoken to that said, oh, yeah, I love Brooke. I listened to her podcast, and I was a self-coaching scholar, but I'm not anymore. I got what I need. So they have self-identified as no longer needing her product or service. That's fine because, again, you you will narrow your market, and your market... Will self identify. It's not about convincing people to be your customer. It's about offering that value ahead of time until they convince themselves. And when they convince themselves, that's how you build a sustainable and scalable business because it grows from there. So, this, if you can't tell already, that out of the five fundamental metrics, number three is my favorite, and that's offering value ahead of time now that is the foundation if you've got the first three right identifying your ideal customer avatar knowing where they're already at are they on LinkedIn are they on Facebook are they on Twitter and again on LinkedIn I think it's a platform worth developing because there are so many people there are much more than you realize that are active on LinkedIn that you should be and could be connected to. It should be a part of your overall social media strategy. And if you're offering value ahead of time, record a podcast, do a Facebook Live, and then save it and share it as a video on LinkedIn. You can even do videos straight from LinkedIn, just like a Facebook Live. You can um, write a blog post. You can, in fact, publish an article on LinkedIn that can be shared in your feed and don't don't think that if you write one article and you don't get tons of comments, likes and shares that it doesn't work just realize that you need to develop your voice you need to develop your message and regular consistent providing Content value ahead of time, not a sales pitch, but offering value ahead of time that answers the questions of your ideal customer avatar or solves a problem or describes the solution, you will begin to develop a voice and a message that resonates so that when you put it out there, people turn their heads. Okay? That takes practice. And if you don't show up on a regular basis and do that, it's not going to happen. Like it's not like a light switch where you turn it on and it just is. It's like going to the gym. You don't have a hot body day one in the gym. It's showing up day after day after day. And then you begin to develop a body that, you know, has muscles showing up and that's more defined and your posture is straighter. It happens showing up daily, three times a week. Make a consistent plan. Offer value ahead of time. And then we have fundamental number four, make an offer. So this is what most people call sales. And the scary thing is most people start at number four and wonder why they don't get any takers. That's because they didn't do one, two, and three. But if you do fundamental one, two, and three, and you begin to expand and grow how and where you're showing up and who you're connecting with, your tribe will build. So you'll begin to have this following that says, oh my gosh, you need to listen to Melody Campbell, the small business guru. You need to listen to Brooke Castillo, the Life Coach uh, uh, Podcast, the Life Coach School Podcast. And you'll have this tribe of people that are consuming the value that you offer ahead of time. And then you make offers. Now, you might begin making offers from the very beginning. So if you have questions about your digital marketing and how to show up online in front of your ideal customer avatar, contact Melody Campbell, the small business guru, your guide to get more business. Now, in the beginning, if people don't know me and they don't understand my message, they may not like, follow, or trust me yet. But if they like the value that I offered on the front end, they'll keep listening. And then every time I make the offer, if you need help defining your ideal customer avatar and you want to know how to reach them, where to reach them, and create the message that's going to turn their head and offer value ahead of time so that you can build a relationship and build a tribe, you should call Melody Campbell, the small business guru, your guide to get more business. And that's going to happen over time. And then as you make that offer, if you want help with, if you want to know how, people that count themselves in your tribe, now this is a generalized percentage. This is based on the 80-20 rule. It may actually be, you know, 2% out of 100, depending on your business category. And I do think that that percentage of People that take you up on your offer has the opportunity to grow the longer you commit to this process. But 20%, if it's the 80-20 rule, 20% are going to say, yeah, I think I want to meet with her. I want to call. I want to get on a Zoom conference call. I want to meet with her in person. Let's, let's, let's talk about what, how you can solve my problem how you can provide me a solution. That's going to happen. And the really cool thing is if it's value that you've created once, so if it's an article that you've written or if it's a podcast you've recorded or if it's a webinar that you've recorded and you put it out online strategically It's going to perform for you while you're asleep, while you're on vacation, while you're serving another customer. It's going to continue to perform for you over and over and over. And as that content, that value ahead of time grows, so will the leads that come from it. Okay? So your tribe might be this big, you know, let's just say you attract 100 people. Just easy math. 100 people who love your message. 20 of them might say, sure, I'll meet with you on the phone, on a conference call, in person. But 80% of them are going to be like, no, I'm good just listening to your free content. That's fine. You're not after the 80% yet. Because what happens to the 80% is their minds are still being changed. You're still developing their trust. You're still working at resonating with their message or with their mind so that your message turns their head. And maybe their problem needs to get a little bit worse before they're ready to call you and they say, oh, I need to do something about this now. And if you just keep making the offer while you're offering the value ahead of time, if you're meeting and connecting with your customers in all the places they're at, offline networking meetings um, online facebook linkedin twitter snapchat whatever works for you and your market youtube podcast because never before in the history of business have we been able to so easily and freely demonstrate what we have to offer our clients so they have access. If you're not doing it, your competitor probably is. Your ideal prospect has access to millions of of pieces, you know, blog posts, um, articles, podcasts, um, YouTube videos, literally millions of pieces of answers to the questions they're asking. And you have the opportunity. You might say, oh, there's there's too much out there. I couldn't compete. First of all, just get started. Because you do you in a unique way. I mean, Brooke Castillo could have said the same thing. I mean, she's competing with Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins was already Tony Robbins before she was Brooke Castillo. I know that probably doesn't make sense. But before Tony Robbins had made a name for himself before Brooke Castillo ever did. And she could have looked at Tony and said, I can't compete with that. I mean, look at Tony. He's amazing. But she decided, no, I'm me. I'm Brooke. And the way I show up, I'm going to attract my own audience. And some of that marketplace listens to and follows both Brooke Castillo and Tony Robbins and spends money with them both. So what's that, what, what, is that point? what is the point of all this? You have your own unique voice. And it right now may be undeveloped or underdeveloped. Get it out there and share it so that when you make an offer, people will say, yeah, sign me up. You're hired. I'll work with you. And then the final piece is delivery. And this is key. How you deliver on your offer. This is the one that your prospect said yes to and became your customer will allow you to exponentially grow your tribe and your business. These are the ones that a percentage of them will leave you a review on Facebook or LinkedIn. They'll give you a recommendation on LinkedIn. Or they will um, provide you a review on Google. And every one of your reviews and recommendations on all the platforms, so whatever they're called, customer feedback on all the platforms, The search engines view as signals. So the artificial intelligence will see your Facebook recommendations and your Google reviews and your LinkedIn recommendations and say, these are all signals that this is a reliable business and can be trusted. So therefore, we should elevate them in the search results. That's just one way. So getting reviews will make all the difference in how you show up in search. And you don't get reviews without good delivery on your product or service. You want to deliver on time. You want to over-deliver more than you promise. So just make sure that you don't over-promise. You want to realistically promise and then over-deliver. And you want to give them an experience that they will be talking about for a long time. They'll tell their friends and neighbors and peers, I had an amazing experience with this person. And they delivered. Like with Brooke, I tell everybody, I mean, just about any topic. I say, oh, yeah, you're struggling at work with relationships or you're struggling with a significant other or, you, you know, your, your kids. And you should listen to Brooke. Like it's a game changer. And she started out as a weight loss coach. And then she developed this whole model that works on mul- for multiple different issues, not just weight loss. And, you know, I act like Brooke Castillo is my best friend. But the, but the truth is I've never met her and she has no idea who I am. I'm just a loyal fan and follower because she offered value ahead of time and continues to do so. So that's you know that's just such a wonderful example of what we all have the opportunity to do. Okay, so it's not really magic content that works well on LinkedIn. Content does well on LinkedIn because it's value offered ahead of time and it's even better if the content has been developed specifically for a particular ideal customer and we're going to talk more about this in a future episode i came across a beautiful example of this a number of years ago when i first got started online i went to i think it was uh the latino or latina magazine and in their um uh, media guide or media packet. They had a picture of a beautiful young Latina woman, and all around her, they had these little text bubbles that that described her. You know, described her with fashion and how she eats and what she does for recreation and the things that she's interested in and the charities that she engages in. And so it was a vision of one woman with all this all these characteristics about her. And in their uh, media kit, what they were telling to their advertisers is, imagine this woman is the woman you're marketing to. And these are all the characteristics, problems you're solving or, or solutions you're providing or desi- desires that you're, you're responding to. It, it, it was the most beautiful piece of marketing that I've ever seen, and I saved it, so maybe I'll talk about that in a future episode and that's what you want to do who is this person that I'm marketing to and know a, mu- as much about them as you can, because when you begin to identify that and speak to them there are others that self-identify and say yeah, that's me too I I'm, I I like that charity and um, You know, I also do this for recreation, and uh, my fashion is a lot like that as well. And when they hear your message that is finely tuned to those characteristics, you're going to turn their head. When you offer value ahead of time, you're going to gain their trust, and they will self-identify, self-convince, and become your customer. You won't have to convince them. And then you just have to deliver on it. Deliver with excellence and exceptionally well, and they will spread the word. So it's this head-turning action that you want to happen when you create content. And don't get bogged down in, oh, this is going to take a long time to create. Just start somewhere. Write down what you know. You will add to the list of characteristics about your ideal client or your ideal prospect over time. Don't expect to do it perfect all at once. Getting started is better than perfect. Do B-plus work rather than A-plus. I mean, if you can do A-plus, then do it. But don't hold yourself back because you don't have it all together yet. Just get started. Start sharing content and start sharing with with one person in mind. I have two or three attorneys that I work with they said that was one of my ideal customers, and whenever I create content, I think about them. You know, I don't want to say names here, but I think about you know this personal injury attorney that I'm working with, and I'm thinking about his ideal market and the questions that they have, and I'm thinking about questions he has, like I'm too busy, I don't have time to write articles. Who's going to do this for me? You know, how how do I make sure that you know it's getting to my ideal market? Where where do people that have been in car accidents hang out? or people that can refer me to somebody that they know that has been in car accidents. I work with an immigration attorney and it's a hot topic right now. It's all in the news. So that one is a very easy topic to get in front of people that are super interested about this topic. But I help him create his content and organize it in a fashion and he has a great Facebook presence. And so we begin sharing it online and draw people back to his website so they can download, value ahead of time, a document on, let's say, how to become a U.S. citizen or how does this public charge ruling affect me or, you know, how do I get a green card? Can I bring my family to the United States? Answer all those questions. And I'm showing him what to do and how to do it and actually conducting it for him. And his audience is growing based on me helping him to identify his ideal client, which he already knew the ideal client, but I just helped him to create and curate the ideal content, answer the questions, which helps him to show up ahead of his competition in search and social media, helping him to grow his business. So here's the, the piece I want to close with. Our ideal prospects are digitally connected people that don't have people that are on welfare have mobile phones they're digitally connected socially engaged mobile attached and video hungry now this is a quote that i got from the linkedin with sales navigator training by Greso. and if you're interested this is more just a side offer you can use coupon code TSBG 100 or come look at my article it's one written on October 8th there's a link there but Vengresso has some amazing training on how to use either the free platform or the sales navigator premium platform of LinkedIn to personalize, offer value and a call to action and how to connect how to build that online marketing strategy to create a lead generation system, that, that it works whether you're on the platform or not. Like, yes, you want to come on, you want to, pr- you want to share your content, offer value ahead of time, but you don't have to be on there 24-7 because that would be impossible. But if you have a strategy that you're implementing on LinkedIn, you will begin to build and bring in um, clients because they'll, they'll, you'll offer them value and they'll be like, yeah, that's exactly what I need to do. You know, I might have another attorney listening to this podcast saying, yeah, I don't have time to create content for my website. Maybe I'll call Melody, the small business guru, your guide to get more business. And I'll have her create the content for me because I think she might know what I need to do. And that's the whole purpose of offering this podcast is I'm demonstrating value ahead of time. You can take action on this all by yourself. You don't need me. Unless you want to spend time doing what you do, then you would hire me as a consultant or as a practitioner to execute this process and help you put it in place for you. So um, just remember, your ideal prospects are digitally connected, socially engaged, mobile attached, and video hungry. The traditional cold calling and emails by itself is not going to cut it. Your business growth is dependent on how well you use social selling to engage your buyers. Those that effectively use social selling to build a quality reputation will lead the market. You have the opportunity to set yourself apart as the influencer for the product or service that you offer in your circle of influence and then grow that circle of influence And from there, that's where your future customers will come. So I want to thank you for listening. Again, this is Melody Campbell, the Small Business Guru, and I am your guide to get more business. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Get More Business Show. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com a full-service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. I hope you join me again next week.